Welcome to the audio podcast of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage, the show where you can talk face-to-face with your favorite MLB players and personalities. Hi, everyone, and welcome to another round of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. I am JB. As we continue, and you're looking into the steely gaze of Mike Farron, <laughs> the new pre-post-game radio host for the Arizona Diamondbacks, still does his Sirius XM. Mike, I know fans are fired up. Are you fired up to sit down inside I'm the I'm fired cage? up. Well, one, it's great to be with you. You and I have known each other for a long, long time, so it's always great to talk baseball with you, and I'm looking forward to anything and everything that gets thrown at us today. All right, folks, well, there you have it. Be prepared. And he is a radio guy, so you better get your questions in early because we don't know how many we're getting in over the course of about 15 minutes. As we get them away, let's go, let's go to Twitter, as now you have the Diamondbacks in your blood. Let's go to what uh, Numbers Game 011 wants to know. Did you have any sense that the Diamondbacks would make a big move to land someone like Grinke, or were you just as surprised as the rest of us when that went down? I was just as surprised as everyone else. And, you know, I know the Diamondbacks had been in on Cueto, and I knew that there had been a desire over the last couple of years to add a top-of-the-rotation starter. But I don't think anybody could have expected that Grinke was going to be the guy. I mean, it happened so quickly when they finally decided to get involved. The discussions had happened internally for a little while, but the decision to finally get involved happened so fast, really that that same morning that he signed, um, that it it was really remarkable. So I was excited. That was actually the day that that, um, I officially joined the organization, too. So I was super excited that I joined. (laughs) And then just a couple hours later, we ended up with Zach Greinke. And, gosh, getting a chance to watch him pitch every fifth day is going to be really thrilling. Rumor has it the news of you joining was just the the final (laughs) icing on the cake for him. That's what it was. That's just, you know, a little inside story. uh, I think – just to, just more proof that no rumors are ever true. Is <laughs> the Edward Jones Chatting Cage fans, you're the uh, fuel makes this show go. we got a fan with us. What's your name? Where are you from? What's your question for Mike? Hey, Mike. I'm Andrew from Phoenix. And um, just curious, obviously everyone knows about the guys like Granky and Goldsmith and whatnot, but is there any X factor that you, you know, can see happening for the Diamondbacks this season? Yeah, I think it's a great question, Andrew. And I think I'll give you a couple. One, I think Jake Lamb is one of those key guys. You know, with the trade of Inciarte to get Shelby Miller, I, I really feel like the lineup is probably skews a little bit more right-handed. And I think Jake Lamb is a guy who he's made a swing adjustment. He has, I think, some of the guys that inside the zone have done some research on the amount of balls that he hits over 100 miles an hour when you use the stat cast data is in that kind of, uh, not necessarily elite territory, but well above average for a major leaguer. So I look at him as being a key because he's a very good defender too. And then I don't know if it's necessarily going to be on opening day, but over the course of the season, I think prospect lists have been a little light on Socrates Brito. What he's shown so far this spring is flashing all five tools. He's a terrific defender. He's got a, a great arm. Maybe he doesn't have over-the-boards power to you know, be like a 20-homer guy, but I think he's certainly in that 10 to 15-home run range. He puts together good at-bats, and I think he's a guy that could eventually hit at the top of this lineup. And again, maybe it's not at the beginning of the year. Maybe it's later in the season. Maybe it's more towards next year. But I could see Brito playing a big factor over the course of the next couple seasons. Uh, there you have it, folks. This is the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. Fans, get your question in just like that, and you can see an answers like that with that personality and that information the Dimebacks are in good hands on radio over the next several seasons we hope uh, at least we go back to Twitter to get your questions from Mike Farron and I will read this one from Roger underscore Callum and this goes to the job Mike even though you're from the Midwest did you specifically seek out a job with those amazing Diamondbacks or was just this where the opportunity arose 
Uh, I, I would say a little bit of both. I mean, it, just from a standpoint of th- this was the job that was open, and I think it ended up being the right fit. Um, I love Phoenix. This is a place that I've wanted to live really since I was 12 years old. I always thought I was going to go to Arizona State uh, until I decided on choosing Loris College, go do Hawks. Um, but for me, this was a place that I really wanted to be. And I think when you look at what this organization does, especially in the community, um, it, I think it's the gold standard in a lot of respects for the way that, that a, a team can respond and, and act uh, with the people in the city that it is. And that, to me, was really important. And I think it just, you know, I think just like anything else, it ended up being a, a good fit. I hope it continues to be a good fit, um, you know, from their end. I'm certainly thrilled to be here. Uh, but this is really a place that I wanted to be, and I'm really excited to be a part of this organization. Uh, great times for Mike. Great time for the Diamondbacks as well, as they're in great hands and a great radio voice in Mike Farron. <laughs> I go back to Twitter now. Uh, let me see if I can read the. I just want to get the name right on this one. Jim underscore Duckett Duquette Duquette. <laughs> oh, no. Might be Duquette. It's <laughs> our good friend Jim underscore Duquette on Twitter. Mike Farron, are you wearing your Sedona red glasses today? Uh, I am not, but I am wearing my Sedona red shirt. I will have you know. <laughs> so, you know, Jim and I have hosted a radio show together for the last four years on Sirius XM. We'll continue to do that uh, throughout this season, although I'll be working a little bit less. And we've been joking that rather than having rose-colored glasses on, I wear Sedona red-colored glasses uh, with everything because I have to look at it through the Diamondbacks' prism. So, no, it's nice to see that Jim is actually responding to things on Twitter. Now I wish he wouldn't do it while he's driving across the state of Florida, maybe while somebody else is driving. Uh, let's hope so. Without a doubt there jim thanks for being a part of the show you are uh, as you know we're all huge fans of yours and that you put up with us in any uh, fashion speak for yourself i will speak for myself mike <laughs> you have to work with them much more than i do now right another fan <laughs> joins us in the cage what's your name where are you from what's your question for mike hey what's going on mike uh matt from uh, arizona and i'm just curious of all the players wearing the d-backs uniform this year who are you looking forward to watching the most throughout the season well, I, Matt, I think you know I, it would be remiss if I didn't say it was the kind of the two superstars. And um, my buddy Steve Berthium, who, who's the great TV voice of the Diamondbacks, has said you can't really truly appreciate Paul Goldschmidt until you see him play every day. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've had an appreciation for him, but just watching him take his at-bats, go through his work in spring training, it's really impressive. And the fact that I get to see that every day, see every pitch for to Goldie, um, is something that I'm really excited about. And then Zach Greinke. I mean, he's such a magician on the mound. Um, you know, it always impresses me that, you know, he, he's not overpowering. He can still run that fastball up to 93 or 94 when he needs it. But for the most part, his fastball, his slider, his changeup are all in a very narrow velocity range. And yet he gets such great movement and has such great command. He's able to put those pitches where he wants it so well that it makes it very difficult for hitters to pick which one he's throwing and try and identify it. And I think watching him over the course of the year is going to be a lot of fun. And really, you know, over the next six seasons for Diamondbacks fans because he's, he's just such a special player. Uh, and absolutely, it's going to be the NLS is going to be a fun chase. Lots of questions on Twitter about that, but I'm going to I'm going to queue up something else for you, Mike. Uh, and this goes to your wide experience in baseball before you join the Diamondbacks. This is the EDJ question of the day, Mike Farron. What is your favorite Major League Baseball park? Oh uh, well, that's a tough one. I, I actually think where we're sitting here, if you're going to count every ballpark where Major League games are played, this is my favorite at Salt River Fields at Talking Stick. 
because of the view of the mountains. Um, the broadcast booth here, I've been fortunate enough doing Arizona Fall League th- things to do my radio show from here in the morning as the sunrise is kind of coming up over the McDowell Mountains. It's pretty spectacular. I would say that. In terms of from the view the and, and for the you know, the regular season stadiums, a PNC Park in Pittsburgh is a mm. favorite of mine. Uh, I love AT&T Park in San Francisco right on the water. And I grew up in Chicago, and so Wrigley Field will always hold a place in my heart. And that's where I went to for the most part as a kid. Uh, and I still love the the Ivy. And, and I think really, you know, adding in the video boards there, Matt Romito and his group uh, that have done the, the video boards at Wrigley did a terrific job of making it feel – did not feel out of place with the rest of the stadium. And I think that that's really kind of a, a neat aspect as it modernizes. Uh, absolutely. And all great ballparks and – Thanks for that answer. That's your EDJ question of the day from Mike Farron. Beautiful places to watch a game, do a radio show, or just hang out and do the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. <laughs> also, all very, very things we can do there. This is the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. I'm JB. That's Mike Farron, Sirius XM Radio's Mike Farron, and now pre- and post-game radio for the Arizona Diamondbacks. Here's how this show works. If you're new to the program, you can uh, hit a button, get in line. That means get your webcam fired up. Join us right here in the show. Be a star and get FaceTime with Mike Farron. Also, if you use the hashtag Chatting Cage, I will employ my eyes and my laptop, and I will read that question to Mike. And I'll do my best impersonation of you, even though I haven't met you. I thought I did a good Jim <laughs> Duquette. That was, I'm working on that every year. Uh, let's go back to Twitter, as I said. Let's go to Joy underscore Wheels. I love this one. Mike, what's your favorite baseball or sports movie in general? And if they're two separate ones, let's hear them. Uh, Bull Durham, without a doubt, is my favorite uh, on uh, both counts. I, I remember uh, basically sneaking into a theater at like uh, in 1987 to go and see that. I think I was 11 years old, 1988, 11 or 12. Um, you know, I had the R rating, and, and uh, my parents weren't thrilled that I was going to see that movie, so I went and snuck in, saw Bull Durham. Still my favorite, still the one that I watched the most, um, and easily my favorite sports movie and baseball movie. Bull Durham, one of the great ones. I I have this follow-up, too. If you could go watch a baseball game with either Crash or Nuke, who would you go watch the game with? <laughs> Crash! you got to go with Crash Davis. I mean, you have to watch a game with Crash. You would learn so much watching a baseball game with Crash, and not just how to work on your cliches. <laughs> exactly. I know. It's kind of. It's it, I've only had one or two Nukes, but I, those are usually by the crazier people that we interview. That's They kind of want to go <laughs> hang out with him and just sort of make a scene of the game. This is the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. Uh, if you're a fan, join us right here in the program. Like this fan, what's your name? Where are you from? What is your question for Mike? Hey, this is Anthony from Glendale, Arizona. Uh, just wanted to know, uh, what are you most um, what are you looking forward to in um, covering the D-backs this season? The biggest thing I'm looking forward to is that this team has a chance, a legitimate chance to win the National League West. And I think what you're going to see is kind of what you started to see with the team last year. And that's the, 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 you know, the fingerprints of Tony La Russa, Dave Stewart, and Chip Hale all over this roster. They play an exciting brand of baseball. Uh, they run the bases extremely well. Uh, they don't beat themselves defensively. They really grind out at bats. And, and I think that those are the elements that I'm excited about because I think – as you watch this young team, and the team is really young. I mean, the oldest position player regular is 29 years old. Uh, I think when you look at that come together, I think you're going to see a team that has the energy, has excitement, and if they're healthy, which I expect that they will be, they've got a really great chance to win the National League West. Uh, exciting stories and insight into what the Diamondbacks are about from Mike Farron, the new pre- and post-radio host. And you enjoy those insights and that voice over the course of the season. And you enjoy Phoenix as well. We discussed some of the Phoenix eateries 
I'll, I'll put you on the spot. It's we don't. Edward Jones is our backbone, obviously. But uh, if you're Mike Farron, you get the job in Phoenix. Where do you go celebrate? First place I went was May Lee's on Main. Thai place in Old Town Scottsdale. In fact, I was talking to, to Andrew and, and Carlos here about it, recommending it. It's my favorite restaurant in Phoenix. It's the best Thai restaurant I've ever eaten at. I don't think it, it gets quite the attention that like City Hall does or or some of the other bigger you know Phoenix eateries. But for <laughs> me, that's the place I go to. That's when my wife got off the plane when we moved here. That was the first place we went to dinner was to May Lee's. That's exciting. Uh, there you go, folks. Insights like that. Uh, let me ask you that. I'll follow that. You mentioned your wife as well uh, obviously the relationship's a big part of that when you said honey uh, phoenix instead of dc what was the response to that those are two very different <laughs> environments so so jb this is the the, the truth i've been t- trying her basically since we got together we've been together for eight years we've been married for a little more than five and i've been trying to probably since year two of our relationship to get her to move here right come on we got to move to phoenix we got to move to phoenix and she kept telling me well, if you find a job you can move to phoenix if you find a job <laughs> So I showed her I got the job, right? That's so right. we moved to Phoenix because I got the job. Um, so, no, she was excited about it. I mean, it's a, she's an Army brat, so she's lived kind of all over, but mostly on the gotcha. East Coast. Um, and she works at ASU, so she's she's got a job here already. Um, and we're excited about, you know, it's a different pace of life. It's a better lifestyle, I think, in a lot of respects. And so um, she's excited about it as well. Well, that's great. It's always glad to hear the family's on board. You never want to hear the, like, well, we, I convinced her. <laughs> that took a lot of convincing. And now she's vaguely convinced. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, I also like the five-year challenge. If you get the job, I will move with you. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, listen, it, it it ended up working out that way. So, I mean, it's, I kept saying, you know, I can do my serious job from wherever. We can just move. We can just go. And she was like, no, 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 no. Got to get a job there first. So. Uh, all right. Well, there you have it. So this is some of the insight into Mike Farron, folks, They're, uh, of the Diamondbacks uh, production team. Going to make some amazing – Calls, I have no doubt, and some pre and post throughout the course of the season for the Dimex. Also still on Sirius XM, and, you know, Jim Duquette is looking out for that, of course. We continue this conversation in the Edward Jones chatting cage. I go back to Twitter. Hunter Riser, also known as <laughs> Tweedledee MLB. Have yeah, you been on a that's tour? That's my producer at Sirius. He, he yeah. wants to know if you have been on a tour of Arizona yet. I'm not sure if that's the entire state or what that means. Maybe you can help us out. Well, I... He's, I think he's currently on the SiriusXM Florida tour, so I'm assuming uh, that, that he, he's, he's thinking that, uh, that things are spaced a little bit further apart in Arizona. Yes. Um, yes, I've driven through parts of Arizona, Hutter. I have. Uh, <laughs> other parts of Arizona. And I do. Anybody that knows, anybody that's covered any spring training knows that your colleagues and friends that are doing the Florida tour are, are suffering much worse than those that are in the Phoenix tour. <laughs> At least their road, their road issues are. You're on the car a lot more. When you do that, without a doubt. Right. This is the Edward Jones uh, chatting cage. Lots going on here in the cage. Before we say goodbye to Mike Farron, this is from John underscore Mohal, MD, bringing a doctor to the house. Uh, what's your favorite sport to watch other than baseball? Uh, hockey is my favorite. All right. Um, I, yeah, I, I mean, I always grew I actually grew up um, – in the same town that the Bears have their practice facility in suburban Chicago. And so I used to sell lemonade at Bears practices, and football was my favorite for a long time. But now I think it's it's because, one, I was never any good at skating, and, two, because the Blackhawks are really good. I still root for my Chicago Blackhawks. So um, that's a, that's been become kind of my favorite to watch when I'm not watching baseball. But to be fair, I don't watch a whole lot of hockey. I'm, I'm pretty much baseball-centric, um, which is maybe a little bit sad, but at the same time, this is my favorite. Yeah, I don't think anybody would say that was 
I think we're in good place for that. It's good territory. <laughs> I'm just not well-rounded, JB. I think that's what the problem is. I'm round, just not well-rounded. Well, uh, when you get a chance to get off the show, there's another tweet about you from MLB Network Radio. Apparently somebody saw you in a suit in that shape and thought you were uh, Arliss, Robert Wall. So just <laughs> for what that's worth, that's also a, a tweet nice. that's out there. Uh, this is the Edward Jones Chatting Cage. That's Mike Farron, uh, one of the great voices in baseball, one of the great minds in baseball, just a great person. If you get a chance to say hi to him, folks, and you're Dimebacks fans, uh, you'll enjoy it. You should have a great season with him. Mike, thanks for being there. We're doing Chatting Cage. Always a pleasure. JB, thanks for saying nice things about me. The check is in the mail. <laughs> hey, we do what we can. It's just that simple, folks. That's Mike <laughs> Farron. I'm JB. We will see you on the next round of the Edward Jones Chatting Cage.